Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. State of the art, Japanese animation. We're here sitting in the apartment. We're all in the same room together. Yeah. Oh, this, is so exciting. this is the first. This is what we had originally planned on. Yeah, the first but not the last. Slash, when I move back, we'll pick it back up like this. Slash, I'm glaring at you yeah. for moving away. Just kidding. I know. Yeah. I glare at myself on the inside. No, um, when you were talking about moving away, I was like, damn, he's doing something I've always wanted to do. Yeah, but and now I can. Yeah, it. but now I can tell I you, like, I mean, you know, what was the point of me moving away? It was to discover if I am in Baltimore because I grew up here and I just never left, or you know, like, I mean, it's possible that maybe just doing the same shit with the same people forever isn't the best life I could live, and maybe the grass is greener on the other side. I felt like, all right, I'll move somewhere totally different and try totally different things. And I've come to the conclusion that actually doing the same shit with the same people is the best life I could possibly live. And Baltimore really is better than every other city. There's really no reason to live somewhere else other than here, in my opinion. You're not missing anything. You might as well just stay. Great. Cool. I'm glad I didn't have to move away to find that out. <laughs> yeah. Even I mean, though it sounds, it sounds like that's definitely something that I want to do. <laughs> There was a period where I was going to move to Texas. My friend Justin was there. Right. Uh, before I was in any serious relationship or anything, I was like, yeah, Texas could be interesting. My friend's out there. And I think he's miserable out there, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you want to break into the anime scene, Texas is the best place to do it. Well, he left here for... Uh, the blessed place. Yeah. Computer work, right? Computer work, yes. But his, his, uh, his mother had passed away. And his he hates his his uh, he doesn't hate, but he very strong disliking for some of his family. More well, less less the bad taste in his mouth. So it was. Yeah. A, I feel like different reasons you want to move. You know. I mean, I always felt like Baltimore was just like the closest city to move to, and that's like why I moved. But also, I feel like um, I don't really have too much of an attachment to this place, so like I can move anywhere if I wanted. And you're close to Wilmington. Delaware. That's true, but nobody who lives in Maryland moves to Delaware. That's like taboo. Yeah. Marylanders always yeah, talk about true. Delawareans like unless you want the uh, they stupid. Don't move to Delaware. Delaware sucks. Unless you want the tax free uh, shopping. Um, yeah. They got a really good mall, so. Yeah. I mean. I don't frown upon Delaware. It's a nice state. I've, I've played some gigs there over the years, and they got they were good small and reasonable. Yeah. Well, if we all move again, we'll move to Delaware. We'll move all together to Delaware. Well, we could also move into Dan's idea of the anime house, where we all get a house together and combine all of our collections into one collection. Yeah. And then it's like an anime yeah. frat house. And like yeah. we, we, we garner new members through uh, conventions and podcast lovers, well, my, um, my podcast new, fans. My new dream, I've, I've abandoned that dream. My new dream is, yeah, my new dream is that Morgan and I are going to move into the Bunny Hotel. I want, want to take her small business idea of, of doing the, the rabbit rescue slash um, boarding, boarding facility and run with it. Well, I guess that's kind of have a fitting. Have full of rabbits. Because um, all of us are born in the year of the rabbit. 
Really? Yes. Nineteen eighty-seven. Yes. Yeah. Zero around it. Yes. What yeah. does that mean? Um, it's like a you know you're just a certain way because you're born in the way of the rabbit. Like when That's I went to Japan, it was the year of the rabbit. Right. So when good I went to Japan, go. yeah, it was, it was super good, and I got a ton of like rabbit stuff, like rabbit chopsticks, rabbit like keychains and charms and good luck things. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Year of the rabbit. Yeah. What is the year? year? What year is it now? Year of the ox. The year of Trump. Penguin. Uh, Trump. I think it's a snake. Yeah. Uh, I'm not up on that. Slytherin. Slytherin. <laughs> I feel like that would be my Harry Potter house if I had one. Never took the test. No. I had to take the test. Oh. I read four of the books. I have read all of the books. Yeah. But try reading them as an adult. No, as a 32-year-old no. adult. No, not good. <laughs> yeah, really. You didn't, you didn't like it as an adult. No, I, I enjoyed them. Uh, I got, I just, uh, I think I got Harry Pottered out. I got, yeah, I think I just needed a break. Because they have a good reputation as like, oh, you could read this at any age. Like Avatar, The Last Defender yeah. is like, well, it's so mature and thoughtful. Even an adult could like it. But I think, I think sort of the allure of reading it as a child, or at least when it was popular, was that everyone was reading it and like yeah, you kind of did it as a collective experience now yes. it's sort of all right i'm doing it for my own you know my own enjoyment which is fine and i can talk about it with kara because she's attic into it Word, that's cool like, yeah. yeah i feel uh, like the, the biggest appeal of reading it now would be to watch jk rowling go berserk on the internet and just like twist and turn her franchise in various ways and watch people's reactions to it. <laughs> well, we watched the new film, the newest, uh, the book beasts of a spinoff. Oh, it's so the one where it's like a guy and he's got That's little animals. Indian. Oh yeah. Excuse me. We have Indian food arriving. Okay, we're back. But Amelia has decreed we eat afterwards, so let's get right on topic. So no food in the podcast for Dan. <laughs> Breaking the streak. Oh no, oh no. I'm hungry. <laughs> there, for this special, we have Guilty Pleasure Anime. Oh shit. Yes. I came up with it. Amelia was the brainchild. Yeah. Just, just kidding. Matt asked what our Guilty Pleasure Animes were, and I was like, I don't know, B. We just figure out an episode for it. Yeah. So what what qualifies... I mean, on the one hand, I don't really feel guilty about enjoying any given thing because I could kind of justify what it is that I enjoy about it. I like a lot of bad things, you know. I mean, so do we really need to, like, feel the power of guilt when we watch these things? Or is this more like, I can acknowledge that this anime sucks, yet I still enjoy it? That second one. Okay. For sure. Right, I like a lot of shitty stuff. My whole taste is trash. When I think of guilty pleasure TV, I think of reality TV shows like The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like lots, lots of people think it's weird that as a 33-year-old man, I watch a lot of Dawson's Creek and... Um, the OC. Gossip Girl. I, Gossip Girl for sure. Um, the OC is upcoming for me. Well, you haven't watched it yet? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. The OC is so good. Yeah, this is awesome. Like, Gossip Girl, obviously, top tier. 
but like OC is like second tier. Yeah, like that's what like I hear. It, oh. Yeah, Valerie and I are, are uh, perpetually on the cusp of getting ready to watch it, but we keep getting distracted. Yeah. OC is so good. I'm glad I didn't watch it when it aired, though, because there was so much hype around it. Um, and I, I have not watched it, but it makes me think of Blood. It was it Blood? What was the HBO show? Thirst or something? Are you talking about? Um, are you talking about the, the vampire, vampire show? Damn it! What the fuck is True Blood. True Blood. True Blood. Oh, okay. True yeah. Blood is my shit, dude. I remember when you used to watch that show. Shit, I love that show. I love anything with vampires, like and that kind of like thing in anime and in real life. Is, is True Blood actually trashy though? I mean, it's kind I mean, of a soap opera. Well, right? Technically, HBO is not trash because yeah. It's, HBO. It's prestige TV. But there's lots of sex in it. Yeah. And, it's, and it's wonderful. I think you can be a soap opera-like show without being trashy. And my example of that is Grey's Anatomy, which is my favorite TV show ever, and I'm currently re-watching it for like the fifth time in my life. Um, it, Grey's Anatomy and One Piece are the two television franchises that just perpetually give me life. And I, I just, I need them. Um... And Grey's Anatomy is not trashy at all, in my opinion, but it is like basically a souped up soap opera. But I would argue that it's not actually trashy because people don't generally have um, inappropriate emotional outbursts or like their feelings in the show are like relatively, you know, like understandable and relatable and they're navigatable is different than like Gossip Girl or Dawson's Creek where people are like, always flailing their feelings left and right and having these like inappropriate emotional outbursts at the drop of a dime, which is what makes it trashy, but also what makes it so fucking entertaining and cool. But if you were to tell somebody you're watching these shows, would you feel, would you be embarrassed? I will say that I was, I was explaining to some Japanese friends of mine. Um, I was, we were on tour in, in Portland Oregon, and I was watching Grey's Anatomy, um, just watching the latest episode on on somebody's on demand. And Kiasu and Kai were like, "Oh, what are you watching?" And I was like, "It's a television show meant for middle aged stay at home moms." But I'm a big fan. I watch it. <laughs> yeah, all the shows I like are meant for like tweens who haven't discovered their own feelings yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, so then, yeah, then that brings to the question, how do you relate that to Japanese anime? And as an American fan, because, you know, in Japan, I feel like just to be an otaku is taboo to begin with. Here, it's a little bit more acceptable. We wear our shows on our shoulder, like, with pride. Like, yeah, I watch the show. Yeah, pride otakus over here. For sure. You know? I mean, like, honestly, I'm not... I'll tell you whatever show I'm watching. Like, I don't even care. Like, I'm not... I don't feel guilty about anything that I watch, but I do recognize that I watch a lot of shit <laughs> and I like it still. I actually so don't think it's that taboo to be like a big anime guy in Japan either. It may be, you know, my perspective is slanted because I'm not Japanese and I don't live in Japan, but in my many times going to Japan, um, you know, if I make the kaiji zawa, zawa, zawa <laughs> sounds, everybody in the room knows what I'm talking about and thinks mm. it's funny. I don't know. It's feasible that they're pity laughing at me, you know, that they uh, are actually embarrassed and think it's hilarious that this white, you know, Gaijin is acting like it's such a fucking tool. But I want to believe that they actually are Kaiji fans as well, that, you know, I'm taking their words at face value, that they also like get the reference and find it funny. Wait, have you been to the JoJo bar? 
I have not been to the JoJo bar. But would it be I'll, I'll weird if you um, would it be weird if you struck a pose in the middle of the room, like a JoJo pose? I don't think so. They got to be used to it, don't you think? <laughs> I've only seen the first season, so I don't know how. Uh, there's a there's an Evangelion cafe in Shibuya right now that my friend sent me a internet link to. It looked pretty cool, so I'd like to go to that mm. next time around too. Was that a www dot? It was on the internet. Yeah. Just let everyone know there's an initial D <laughs> tuner car shop that you can go to if you're like initial oh, that's D. That's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's probably in the middle. I think it's in the middle of nowhere off of some mountain, as you'd imagine <laughs> it to be. Um, but yeah, I feel like Japanese, maybe it's a generational thing where the elderly are more critical, you know? Well, in my, my own perspective you know for what it's worth I, I think it's more analogous to i don't know like the same way that like we watch cartoons or consume youth culture in general right like i mean nobody like if you were listening to um well i don't know it's not it's not necessarily the same but i'm, I'm thinking of like if you if you're an adult and you're listening to like blink 182 you know like nobody actually thinks that's really embarrassing or something, you know, it's just like whatever you're into it's, but it's different if you like, you know, are an adult with the blink 182 hat and t-shirt and tattoo. And you're like, Oh, have you heard the newest blink 182 record? Yeah. You know, like then it's kind of like, well, you're like, know. man, you stuck in some kind of era that you need to get out yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. That is a phase of your life that happens in middle school. Yeah. And then- <laughs> yeah. Cause at least everyone, everyone I know over there, maybe they're just humoring me because they know that I'm into anime, but you know, I, I can have reasonable conversations about what is the latest anime on TV and what's hot and what's not in Japan and I you know enjoy conversing with people over there and even like you know when I was on tour with this close I remember having a long conversation about Hunter x Hunter with some of the staff at at um, the bar next door to Punk Tribe Reservation in, in Nagoya um, yeah I, I, I feel like people are into this stuff I, I think it's it's like I think it's more like when we think of how Japanese people are embarrassed about otakuness in the west i think it's more like the influx of like awkward westerners that go over there and are like you know dressed as cat people and and being like oh you are so kawaii miss can i take your picture you know and and like you know konnichiwa motherfucker i'm from the usa do you also love bleach <laughs> this is a universal no sign. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, I mean, nobody. Yeah, exactly. I think there is the stereotype of Westerners going to Japan and acting like this. And I think that's that brings more of a sense, you know, like because these people will come home and be like, well, actually, nobody in Japan likes anime at all. I like couldn't get make any friends over there. It's like, well, yeah, it's not really because they didn't like anime. It's because they're like normal, yeah, because they're normal ass human beings that also like like some anime in the same way that they like, you know, fifty thousand other enjoyable things in their lives. Right. You know? Yeah, I've heard that it's not the mecca that every American otaku thinks it is. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not what there you expect. Are sections that are right, but no, no yeah. it's still very niche. Yeah, you got to hit the outdoor mall. 
Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocking on Broadway. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Got hit. Got hit Flower Records, and then hit Knocking on Broadway Mall. Then, if you're if you got enough time, you got to go to the Disc Union around the corner from Knocking on Broadway Mall. Went there with Sash and, and the drummer of Slow Motions along the way, um, and I found some very good records. They were very, you know, very hidden little Disc Union. It was a little tiny one. It was really good. A guilty pleasure. Before we dive in, let's let's think about guilty pleasure. American cartoons. Oh shit! Um, I think that I didn't. I, I think I didn't want, like get into anime because of American cartoons yeah. because they were so cringy to me. Like my sister would sit and watch Total Drama Island for like hours and hours, and I just like could not get into the characters. But then, like, as soon as you fucking give me, like, a little boy with, like, ninjas, ninjas, spears, and yeah. shurikens, I'm like, oh, yeah. This is it. Well, I was watching uh, Dororo last night, and I could... Just two. Dororo. 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 And uh, I couldn't help but compare it to Avatar because I've been watching Avatar as well. And just the, um, the lack of death in Avatar. We talked about this before episodes before, like in our second or third episode. But um, yeah, I was just thinking about the differences in pacing and there's time of like of, of breath, you know, where there's a stillness in anime and then there's action. Like in a Kira Kurosawa movie, like there's a sort of pause and then, and then it yeah, changes pace. Um, I don't know why I was going to link that back. I had it in my head that I was, but it made sense to me. But I guess American TV. Well, yes. Well, Avatar, I'm thinking about Avatar and the fact that it's not a guilty pleasure. I think it's pretty acceptable to watch it yeah, at any sure. age. And now that it's back on Netflix. Yeah, especially now that it's on Netflix. Everyone's yeah. watching it and they're like, oh my God, Avatar. I've never yeah. seen Avatar. Even, even now, I've never seen Avatar. You have not seen Avatar. I have not. We should do a whole episode on things I have not seen. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is shocking. Yeah. Because <laughs> instead I watch all of these shitty shows for the guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure anime episode. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, growing up, my aunt used to watch Rugrats, and she'd have Rugrats plushies and things like that. And she'd watch anime. She actually kind of got me into anime. She'd watch Dragon Ball. She lives in New York City. and uh, She's real hip. She lives in uh, Jamaica, Queens. Or at least she used to. No, she lives, still, she lives in Jamaica, Queens. Um, anyway, she... Uh, yeah, so like as a kid, I'm going, oh, well, she can watch anime and watch cartoons as an adult, right? And I think that's another part of the guilty pleasure aspect is like, well, is it old enough? Am I old enough to watch this show? You're old enough to watch whatever you want to watch. Is Hamtaro too young? No. Is that a guilty pleasure? Because I had that on my list as a guilty pleasure. I mean, I have Goldfish Warning, so like... Hey, I love Goldfish Warning. I know, me too, which is also a guilty pleasure of mine. Yes. So I think this is a good example, a good starting point. Yeah. Younger... Shows geared towards younger audiences. Mm-hmm. Guilty pleasure. Um, DG Tara? Am I saying that right? DG oh, Tara? DG Tara? I, I, when I remember it being pronounced Karat, but, you know, for all I fucking know, it's Tara. 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 Tara
Chalatata. That's an old school one. Yeah. Do you, have you watched Diddy Chat? Never heard of it. Yeah, it's short, short episodes, episode, right? Yeah, like three minute episodes. Hmm. But damn, that OP isn't catchy. <laughs> and you know, normally I'm like a, like, especially like on my seasonal like chart reads or like whenever I watch seasonal anime, I shit on short form anime. Like I'm like, fuck 15 minute episodes, fuck 10 minute episodes. Like, why would I even bend my time? But then I'm like, here I am like watching all of these. <laughs> like, I mean, I was a manga die, it was quick episodes, right there. I've been thinking a lot about Azumanga Daio. I read a uh, interesting little um, I guess online discussion thread about this show that was remarking about how it is the spiritual predecessor to the rise of, of Moe in the West and that that is such a like pivotal show in the development of you know anime as a medium and, and specifically anime popularity in the West, and it's kind of been forgotten by time. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, forgotten anime. I, yeah. Is it forgotten? I don't forget about it. I think it I is for the new generation of, of fans, mm-hmm. uh, which could be a whole other episode of forgotten anime. I used to make, um, I, don't know if, I don't know if you know this, but I used to make phone cases that were made out of felt that were modeled after, after the cat and after Mother Dying. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they have the same eyes and shape and stuff. Very cool. There's like a zipper. Put your little phone in there. Hell yeah. Interesting though, that the whole initial Moe phase. Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting interesting to think about. And it's the start of a lot of internet, I guess what what became internet culture and and meme, right? And I'm thinking the the discussion thread specifically was revolving around um, when the creepy teacher has a beautiful picture of a beautiful woman fall out of um, his his jacket pocket, and all the students are like, "Wow, she's gorgeous. Who the fuck is that?" And the guy's like, "My waifu." And then at the beginning of my waifu. My waifu. Yeah. Shit. Gotta go back and watch that. Maybe that's another uh, review. Yeah, that's probably Ooh, shit, one we should go back and. Yeah. Everyone needs to watch that one. Yeah, it's a good show. I mean, Jeffrey was the one that showed it to me at um, Anime Club in D10. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. Is it still <laughs> available on DVD at this point? Yeah. Didn't it yeah. go out of print? I don't know about DVD. Was it ADV who licensed it first? That's not a question for me. Genion. It was Genion. <laughs> remember Genion? It was a naked corpse. <laughs> <laughs> or Orion. Hmm. Quietness. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> That's like, like Akira first yeah. uh, distro yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Probably Wicked yeah. City. Yeah. Uh, the, the intro, intro, the new intro I, I made has uh, an Orion where it part goes Japanese yeah. anime. Ooh, yeah. 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 That, so that's that's from an Orion. Trailer. I, I, what I remember most clearly is the manga trailers that used to come on. They were like on VHS of, of like GI Joe and Transformers stuff. They would have manga um, trailers, and it would just be yeah, like clips of bodies exploding and like magic and shit. And it would be like, "This ain't your parents' cartoons." Yeah. I was like, "Damn, man, that's some real shit." That looks not. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents would not watch that. Yeah, my, you know. 
I feel, yeah, we, I feel like we talked about this. I don't remember if we talked about it on air, but my parents had such a weird arbitrariness to to their sense of parental oversight. And, and in my own life, I've always, growing up, I was allowed to do, you know, whatever I wanted as long as I kept straight A's and, and stayed out of legal trouble. Um, and I was basically allowed to watch whatever I wanted either. So I would rent, you know, when I was like in middle school and high school, I'd rent like all these crazy Japanese horror movies and all these like cannibal and zombie films and, and splatter stuff. But then out of nowhere, my mom would be like, you're too young to watch X-Files. You're not allowed to watch X-Files. <laughs> my parents would watch X-Files in the same room as me when I was growing up. And I would literally have nightmares. Really? Yeah. It's creepy. It is especially. When I'm yeah. in elementary school, like that shit's creepy. Also, my dad used to watch um, right after X Files or like in in the Saturday block or the Friday night block um, would also be America's Most Wanted, and that shit <laughs> fucked me up. I would sit in the really? I would sit in the kitchen with my hands over my ears because it <laughs> fucked me up so much. Like I couldn't like I guess my mom was like probably like doing something like making a Halloween costume or like working on something, so I'd want to hang out with my mom. But then also I could hear America's Most Wanted, and I would be like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have so many nightmares!" Yeah, this, this fucking serial killer is just lurking right outside the window. Yeah, and it's like real people, like dude, ew. Yeah. <laughs> Who haven't been caught yet? <laughs> because they're lurking under your bed. Exactly. At least I haven't looked there yet. <laughs> Who wants to start with their top? Oh, we'll say we'll say bottom anime that they I mean, want to share. With I us. could just give you the two that um, everyone has probably watched and probably knows about me, um, but um, obviously Orimo and uh, Aramanga Sensei are the two for sure guilty pleasures. Like those are shows that are like legitimately um, like seen as bad uh, for like the general anime like community but i don't know if like little sister animes i don't know maybe because i have a little sister that like they just like speak to me so like i enjoy them so much hmm. i don't know have you guys seen orimo or aramanga I watched a couple episodes of aramanga sensei because i know you like it <laughs> francis was was having to a difficulty so i was over at her place and she was kind of sleeping on and off because she was uh, pretty sick um, and i was just watching on her tv so i put on a few episodes yeah it didn't do anything for me i thought it was really yeah. boring mm, yeah, yeah I, I mean i watched it like sagiri is literally a character that i envy so much because she has infinite time um she draws hentai in her, like, I guess free time. I don't know if you want to call it free time, but like what she does with her life is draw hentai for like mangakas and illustrate like hentai artwork or like mangas. But like, I want to be her. <laughs> like I want all the time in the world to draw hentai and get paid for it. I don't know if she gets paid, but I'm assuming that she gets paid for it because like why else would she be doing it? But um, she live streams watching draws, you know? Mm -hmm. She's just like, and she's 13 or 12 or 11 or however old she is. And I'm like, shit, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> like, and I can't even do yes. that shit. Like, so is this show generally regarded as as poor? Yeah. It is, no, okay. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not written well. Uh, a lot of the circumstances are like not based in reality, like at all. It has a reputation for being quite perverse, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, she's a she's a hentai artist, so like, 
what and she's a neat so she doesn't ever leave her room um but like throughout the series she like slowly leaves her room and she can like do things with other people but to do things with other people she like wants to draw you and elude Mm. pose for reference for her that's cool. because that's the mm. only way that she knows how to draw boobs is like looking at herself or whatever. I would pose for her. Right? right? I would pose for her too, bitch. If you give me pointers on how you how you doing that live stream. <laughs> okay. So this was a 2017 <laughs> show. Yeah. Air manga. And then um Orimo I feel like is uh, well Orimo is by like the same Okay. Um and Orimo was the first anime that I one of the first anime that I watched, like, when I was getting back into anime, and it's in the same vein. It's, like, about otaku's doing otaku stuff, and, like, you know, little sister. Hmm. Never heard of it. Which, like, um, the first the first three figures that are on top of my shelf are of Orimo. Oh, okay. Orimo is, is, my, is my waifu. He's the best girl. Of my waifu. I mean, like, I love Kirino, too. But Kuroneko just, like, speaks to my soul. She's, like, very passionate about being an otaku. And she'll, like, mm. argue um, argue with you if she thinks, like, your opinion's really wrong. Um, but, yeah. Orimo and Aramanga. Okay. Get those two out of the way. Because those are, like, those are, like, little softballs. Like, mm. everyone knows that about me, and I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Uh... I don't spend enough time watching trashy anime, to be honest. I mean, I guess, like, in theory, you know, what is supposed to be embarrassing school days, but school days is amazing, so I don't see how that would be <laughs> embarrassing at all. Um, I, I, I think it's, it's amazing, too. It's, I, think, I think school... I feel like me and Dan argue a lot about anime, but, like, on school days... We agree. We agree. Yeah, we school agree. days is truly great. Like, that is the thing that binds it's just us. Hot. Yeah. This shit is so good. Yeah. Would you yeah, show it to your parents? Would I show it to my parents? Mom, if you're watching, go watch School Days. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, would, I would watch School Days with my dad, to okay. be honest. I mean, uh, that's a great piece of art. I would yeah. probably be like, hey, Chelsea, do you want to watch anime? I'm going to put on the School Days because it's cool and I like it. And she'd be like, okay, whatever. And then I would be the one watching it and she would be like off doing something else. Yeah. Listen, you know, I never, I never considered the litmus test of would you watch this with your parents <laughs> as being a mark of something that would be embarrassing. Now, this is also like I have a uniquely good and and close relationship with my dad specifically. I mean, my parent, I you know, I play in a shitty band called Anal Butt, and my parents are on our twelve inch, like making noise and helping us with the recording. They they are aware, you know, my yeah. dad's walking around in a Lotus fucker shirt in public. So they, they know they're down, you know. Would you show it to your preacher? Who the fuck? Um, I definitely. I feel like my family would just be like, if I put any kind of anime on, they would just be like, "Oh, that's just anime. Amelia likes anime. That's cool. It's just anime. Like that's just what." That's it is. Same. But it wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't know what they were watching or like seeing. Like if it was yeah. perverted, they would just be like, "Amelia, you know, there's boobs in this. <laughs> Why did you put this on right now?" And I'd be like, "Cause I like it." <laughs> and then I would turn it off. I think if I had if I had to choose something that I acknowledged was bad but I genuinely enjoy anyway, it's Kuroko's Basketball. And I was really shocked that Anime World Order gave that such a good review because I thought the show was just obviously not that good. Hmm. You know, it's like really well because it's not like and, and when we think about other sports anime like Jihad, you know, like 
other sports anime like cross game no fucking cross game is the fucking shit yeah yeah, exactly can you put some more um episodes on the discord yeah i'll do that next week yes I'm getting caught up this week. Um, Keep going. I'm caught up, yeah. and I'm fucking. I need. I need the episodes. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 fallen off track because I needed to rewatch Grey's Anatomy. Um, but I'm gonna get back on track this week. I'm feeling feeling back on top of things. Kuroko's basketball. I feel like, like yeah, in comparison to something like Cross Game or Slam Dunk or any number of other sports anime that are really more like stories about these characters who happen to be into sports and they just write like very compelling emotional or or like character driven stories or even something like one ounce, which is like not really about the characters. It's just like a really technical and interesting way of thinking about, you know, this, the sport, this chosen sport and Kuroko's basketball is like not really an interesting way of thinking about basketball. And it's not really like so well developed that, it would have great character moments or it's not like a great character driven story in some way. It, it just kind of doesn't do anything all that well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's, it comes across to me like this guy is making up the story as he goes along. And so far as like certain characters are introduced in random ways that make me feel like there was no, like there's no foreshadowing. There's no sense that this was conceived in advance. Um, it, it yeah, it just feels like very random in a way that to me is a mark of, of bad quality and poor planning. Um, but as I watched this show, you know, I, I did genuinely enjoy it. And it really dawned on me that at a certain point, all I really need is for people to yell about their fighting spirit and how they'll never <laughs> give in. As long as there's somebody on the like somebody on the screen yelling at me that they're never going to give up because of their burning you know manly spirit that will never die, I'm like, well, fuck yeah, man, I ain't never going to give up either. This is my shit, man. I, feel I, this. I, just, I just listened, listened to, to AWO's uh, review of Gurren Lagan. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, you mean Gurren Lagagan? Lagagan, yes. And uh, now yeah, it's cool to go back and listen to a review of such a great show. That's yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of. It's not come and gone, but it's still popular. Yeah, but, it's uh, never come and gone from my life. I just, <laughs> I just watched the first episode. I, I put Netflix on my parents' TV, and I watched the first episode of Gurren Lagann and the first episode of Kill a Kill with my dad. Yeah, um, and that should still. Tengen Gurren Lagann. Yes, Tengen Tapa Gurren Lagann. Well, they express the fact that uh, we're talking about robot shows, mm-hmm. super robot shows, and like the fighting spirit, and a lot of the, those tropes come from. Like Mazinger and Get a Robo, so I feel like like you have a lot. We have a lot to a lot to pay um, in not in debt, but you know for those shows that have come and gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, guilty pleasure. Can they go back that far? Can they go back to the the sixties and seventies? Yeah. What is your guilty pleasure? Uh, not that far back, but uh, one of them is. Mad Bull 34. Fuck you, dear. Fuck you. I've never even heard of this. <laughs> uh, it's about a cop. And oh, me and Steven watched that. Yes. yes. Yeah, you did watch it, right? That's right. It's sort of like, um, what was a Fuck. What's his name? I always feel guilty about that. That was I a mean, rock solid good show. Okay, but it's not exactly the, it's not it's exactly not that great. the best present that no, he brings to, to, to the animes. I don't know. The story is... Shit. I mean, okay, let's say it. The first two, three episodes are good. Taxi, but like. Yes. Taxi. I'm thinking of another one with. um, 
um, uh, bad cop, bad lieutenant, bad lieutenant. It's like bad lieutenant, and like sort of this. I like the I like the eighties New York aesthetic, kind of like banana fish. What banana fish should have been if they had just like stuck to this the same decade. But the amount of violence and just like grotesque. I just, just like, like sort of things, things that just don't really need to be there, but they are. Yeah. But that's what makes it good, in my opinion. Yeah. Would I show it to my parents? No. But, uh, you know. That's like something that, like, fr- you share with friends. And that's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's, it's, it fits into that whole uh, OVA guilty pleasure box that mm-hmm. I would have if treasure trove of, of these DVDs that would be in there. Mad Bull. And that goes along with Wicked City. I was going to say, I was well. literally just oh, about to say Wicked, Wicked City. Wicked is a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic, but it is super gory and like uh, sexual. It's rapey. But also, Crying Freeman. Hell yeah, bitches. Hmm. Um, Crying Freeman is like, I will talk about Crying Freeman for like the end of t- until the end of time <laughs> because I think it is so like good and gory and gritty and like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not convinced we need to feel guilty about the the gore and violence and and aggressive sexuality of this era of anime. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I would argue that this stuff is like not necessarily good, or rather, I would say that it's not it's not that these shows are bad because of these things. It's that these shows sometimes are bad, and they also have these things, and these are unrelated. You begin to think outside of your own your own. Not circle or bubble, but like how many, I can't think of really anyone. I can't think of anyone at work who watches anime who I could show this to or that like would be like, oh, this is great. Yeah, like I love this. It would be perceived if you were to tell somebody, I love Mad Bull 34. You should watch it. Right, and then they to- watch it and they're like, fuck, man, what is this guy into? This is like, ooh. Ooh, you know <laughs> yeah um, you i mean know. you compare that you compare like mad bull or these shit like those 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 classic ovas to um i don't know i feel like dare i say hentai because it's not like you're about to share your hentai that you fat to with someone else as well yeah this is anything, like super gory super like crazy sexual overtones like uh, and then like hentai is basically like hentai you know what i mean like i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't be like hey beach you should check out this hentai. It's good. Kiss exists. Like, is that a guilty pleasure? <laughs> I mean, not pleasurable. Not pleasurable, but guilty. <laughs> guilty. guilty. Not pleasurable, just guilty. Just guilty that we watched it. No, but like, literally, like, honestly, like, Kiss is probably like my intro into Etchy because uh, that was like the most etchy show I had watched up until that point. And I didn't even realize like when I was watching Naruto and like all these other shows that I was like uh, torrenting that like anime was that as well. It wasn't just like cartoons, but in Japanese, but it was like literally like there is a genre for everything just like there is in like American or like Hollywood shows or TV or movies, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So like that was like, oh, man, what am I watching? I don't know. Should I be watching it? Hmm, I kind of like it. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think anime gets a bad rap from a lot of people in, in regards of the 
the width and depth of anime as a medium. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about this with Eric on our road trip. He was like, well, I don't know. Should, I don't like anime. Should I get into anime? And I yes. was like, I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of like yes. asking if you could like get into Hollywood movies. Like, <laughs> they, it's, there's kind of, it's a, it's an art form. It's a medium and it covers a lot of ground, you know, like if like Amelia, like you and I, Amelia have vastly different tastes, but we still have each have our own like, in depth and and uh, unique anime experiences that are each you know that are equally valid and equally enjoyable and equally interesting, even though we have gone in very different directions um, in in our lives in that way. So I, yeah, there's so much room to move around within anime. Like yeah, you can watch trashy, hyper violence, hyper sex stuff, or you can like watch Mushishi, or you can watch you know giant robots, or you can watch teen dramas. You know, there's a lot of, of uh, a lot of different ways you could play it. Yeah, there's not one. There's not just one anime uh, to to describe them all. Not one umbrella. And um, I had not to go too far off topic, but someone at work had asked if Avatar was anime or if Americans can make anime. And this can be a whole other topic for later. But uh, like. Some girl, a girl at work, got really offended because we told her that no, it like in my opinion, it has to be produced or manufactured in the studio setting of of mm-hmm. Japan, mm-hmm. and even regardless of who of necessarily who animates it, it. Are you talking about like when they outsource? Yeah, if you outsource the animation, mm-hmm. it's still Japanese animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was conceptualized mm-hmm. in Japan. Mm-hmm. So it, she got really offended and. Uh, and I just kept thinking of how the Hollywood aspect of it. If if it's made in Hollywood, it's a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't go to Japan. And you oh, we made a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not fucking called a Hollywood movie. Yeah, that's an interesting. Point. Yeah, and I not, and I was thinking about it at work. Um, and I'm like, I mean, this is the only I, argument I can think of that I, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I had never thought about it like that. But that's a really really good way of framing it. It kind of well, changes also, my own opinion on this. The studio system, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what created the Hollywood mm. and yeah. Japanese movies. I feel like use different cameras because you do, you get a different quality in um, Japanese. movies, And I think that's why I really love like, uh, and like live action anime adaptations because it has like this weird, like, like, like specifically Japanese quality to whatever, however they're filming everything that I just like really love. Like really high frame rate almost. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's digitized. Hmm. It's look. so weird, but it's yeah. also in like, you know, like newer stuff and older stuff like Juan and, you know. right. you know. and also like I also like really like love obscure Japanese horror movies from the 90s hell yeah I like Ichi the Killer oh yes that's the one that's always stuck with me yeah. yeah I have that on DVD I used to have Ichi the Killer on DVD too but I think I left it at an ex-girlfriend's house mm, there's also um, like these weird Japanese movies that I was um we're getting really off topic, but um, that's our mo. February um, February twenty eighth, or the Wishing Stairs, hmm. or um, Toll Booth. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I've torrented, and I <laughs> just <laughs> flashing a timer. At us. We were like, let's do it in forty five minutes, and Jeff set a timer, and we're already only at eight minutes, and haven't even. We've only done one round of guilty pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> This is the problem when you like genuinely enjoy the company of the people you do yeah. this stuff with. It's mm. hard to stay on topic. Yeah. 
So back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take responsibility for that one. Okay. All right, so your turn, Amelia. Okay, so I'm going to give you two because um, I think they're from the same era. Um, but Dear S. Hmm. Never heard of Dear it. Dear S. Yeah, um, I, have a, I have a bootleg copy of that somewhere. <laughs> I fucking love Dear S. Um, and then uh, also, like, I, My, Me, Strawberry Eggs. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ichigo 100%. Y'all know mm. any of those? Never heard of it. Fucking, I torrented the shit out of those. Yeah, that's um, that's like uh, quintessential, like beginning think, of two thousands. You know, yeah. as far as like, like when I think that's probably when I was able to actually like get them like mm. through torrenting because like I definitely wouldn't have been able to get them like through like a legitimate release, but there were fan subs that were subbing those. And uh, I think there, it had just been like just enough time had passed where people were able to get it and then upload it. Um, but I feel like those shows specifically have like shaped my anime like tastes because a lot of them are edgy, and like that's an example of what I like. It's like I'm an edgy yeah. tag, like fucking shit. I'm in. I think Green Green came out around the same oh, time. Fuck, I love Green Green. I think we. <laughs> We might have watched that. We together probably at some watched point. it together, but like, yeah. um, I feel like I liked it a lot more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a guilty pleasure. Green Green is some shit. Green Green is shit, but I and fucking I love it. it, dude. Like, just like kids being at at camp and trying to like get with each other. Hell yeah! Oh, that sounds cool. I'm sorry if I'm sorry if you want to look at my panties. Yeah, like, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna flash you because like I don't even give a shit. <laughs> I would be one of those girls that's like, oh. You want to see them? Okay. That was, a, that was an accident. <laughs> One time at band camp. Yeah. I stuck a flute in my pussy. Oh, I, I was I was gonna stop <laughs> before we. <came. laughs> so this show sounds pretty good to me. Um. Who? What? This said the green green. Green green. Green green. I'm having nostalgia for it right now. I fucking love green green. Oh, maybe we should watch some of that later. Or Popo Town. Oh, okay. I never watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all those shows are like, just like, ugh, they're so good. I know they're terrible. I know the animation is terrible. I know the story is terrible. But I just freaking love watching them. The one guy in Ichigo 100% is literally on the search for finding this girl that he stumbled upon. Uh, she like fell off of like a roof or something. She fell from the sky and he caught a glimpse of her strawberry panties. And he's like, damn, that girl was so cute. I just need to like find out who she is and date the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah, that's the concept. Yeah. Basic. Simple enough. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'll watch it. Um, I think, uh, well, one guy teacher was... I was just throw one more out there that yeah. was around the same well, time. Like, please teacher and please, please twins. Please twins, yeah. yeah. I watched a little bit of Please Twins. Uh, I'm thinking of Excel Saga right now. It's <laughs> on my list of things to watch, actually. I feel like Excel, Excel Saga though is like is like quintessential like watch material just because it was the start of everything. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it's an Isekai one, right? No. No, it's just very slapstick mm-hmm. over the top. Mm-hmm. Anime comedy. Um, I feel yeah, like, I feel something like different. a lot of the jokes in Excel Saga are jokes that were like coined at that point in time and that anime carries yeah. over to now. I don't know if it would hold up. 
nowadays. Okay, I think me and Steven watched a couple episodes of this along the way. And I think it is on my list of things to watch. But, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. I feel like that about Killing Children. I'll get to it when you get to it. Yeah. <laughs> it could be years from now. Yeah, on the one hand, that's fair, but on the other hand, I jo- told, this is the time I told JoJo's. you at the beginning of the year that my one goal for the year is to watch JoJo's. Yeah, you should. Yeah. This is the time. JoJo's is blowing the fuck up. It's what everybody's up on. I now. know. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen the first season. First season's fucking great. Oh, I didn't like it that much. I was like, man, I don't care about these people in England. I mean, but, it's a little bit more of a modern time here. Yeah. But then, like, we've also watched the first like few episodes of uh, um, the fifth season of JoJo's when it was airing. I love the fifth season. Yeah, the fifth season. And favorite, also, yeah. I've seen the first few episodes of the third season, yeah. which I. Like, coin that as, like, almost the best Otakon of all time because it was such a fun experience, like, watching JoJo's with, like, a shit ton of people who really love JoJo's. Yeah, that's, to me, that's the best part of, one of the best parts of conventions is watching premieres and things like that with groups. Yeah. Promare, and then, like, I don't think you were, you might, you may or may not have been with us, but when we watched, um... Like Kite, the live action with Samuel L. Jackson, that was fucking so fun. That... Is a guilty pleasure anime. That is Kite, Kite, whatever you want to call it, man. That shit's garbage. Is Straight it? up garbage. Is it? It's basically uh Leon the Professional as an anime. I I actually really enjoyed it. I did too. I like it a lot so too. Good. But it's a style over substance in a way. Yeah. And the girl is just like this guy's sex slave, essentially. Is she cute? Prostitute. She is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. I'd watch okay, it. Okay, Dan, you got to go next. Mm. Another guilty pleasure. Mm. I'm not sure what I really feel guilty about. I mean, it's got to be. It just it just has to be an anime that I, is I like, like widely regarded yeah. as like not good, but that you like. You don't have to feel guilty about. I feel kind of like a degenerate when I fab to anime. Oh damn, he's already going. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was hoping I'd have like a few more minutes before that happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the one hand, people should be into whatever they're into. What you fat to, Dan? I like Scum's Wish. Okay. Because and and I don't. I like the it's the emotional dynamic of sexual relations that is more interesting to me than the physical act, and I think a lot of anime does better. And a lot of anime and in, in, you know doujin and whatnot does better at painting the kind of emotional picture that I find appealing and, and exciting in comparison to, you know, just watching two people having sex, which doesn't really do anything for me. Mm. But also I'm like, I too, my scumbag degenerate happened <laughs> to the 2d world. <laughs> have you, um, have you seen NTR trap? No, but I bet I'd like it. It's a, it's like a 15 minute short form kind of anime that I heard it like, I would, I would be interested if what you would think about that. Yeah, I'd give that a watch. It's like, um, it's only 15 minutes per episode, but it's all about like crazy relationships and like making people jealous of every yeah. one and that's, stuff like that. That's, that's what I find so hot about um, school days as well, mm-hmm. that it's like everything, every sexual interaction in there is naughty. Mm-hmm. It's emotionally naughty. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so exciting, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a sexy way for me. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Yeah, the only the only real proper hentai I ever sat down and actually watched was The Legend of the Overfiend because I got the whole box set, the whole VHS box set along the way, so I watched all the movies. Damn. That's a guilty pleasure in my opinion. That's just legendary. It's a historical <laughs> document. It mean, Are we just throwing out hentais like Bible Black and like Bonded uh, Mansion? Black's hot too. Um, Vampire Vixen. The Blue Girl. Oh, you like that one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kenojo X Kenojo X Kenojo. Hmm. I haven't seen all of these, but I bet I'd like them. Mm-hmm. Or Discipline. I used to watch Discipline. Temptation. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Icky Towson. There's no hentai in that, but mm. I'm thinking of girls fighting and scantily clothes. Oh, cleavage. okay. So another another guilty pleasure: Saber Marionette J. Not very good, but nostalgic. Hmm. Okay. Never heard of it. Oh, damn it! I feel bad. Oh, this is all like I, this is <laughs> we, a different feel- kind of anime than I normally <laughs> dig into. I think Steve has all of these probably too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. He's like collect. He's basically collecting everything '90s. Yeah, I mean the art style is the same kind of art style in Idol Project 1995, which I talked about in the last episode. Um, I love that art style, like their faces and their huge ass fucking eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, anything that was like popular that, at the point. Yeah, like I'm gonna eat up, even if it's like shit. <laughs> yeah. I think I already mentioned Hamtaro, uh, but Magical Girl shows? No, you do not like Magical Girl shows. I don't love them, but I feel guilty you watching them. Talk, it's you one of the few... That, well, you always talk like you don't watch them. Yeah, but that's... that. He feels guilty when he watches okay, them. Yeah, shit. see, okay. I feel... Uh, I feel okay. Yeah, when I'm sitting alone watching <laughs> a 12-year-old girl transform... She's talking little animals. They're always naked. They're always They're naked. transforming. When they transform... I'm like, why am I watching this? What's why? Why is this entertaining? You're allowed to watch. Yeah, like you know, it's good. Well, it's magical girl shows. Well-written characters, like like Madoka Magica, is like a really reasonable type show to get into, yeah. even if there's little I'm girls transforming. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate you for it, even though I yeah. didn't like it. If, if she, she were, were a live-action live character, would it make a difference? Which hmm. magical girl shows? Uh, in the last episode, I think I mentioned Fancy Lala. Well, yeah, okay. We all like Fancy Lala. That's and Creamy, Creamy Mommy. Mommy. Creamy Mommy is a Creamy classic. Mommy. We all like Creamy Mommy. Yes. Come on. And there Get was into the juicy stuff. <laughs> I think that's a really interesting question. The idea that if these were live action no, shows, damn. would that dynamic change? Let him tell us his magical girl shows. Okay. So there was one that I had mentioned last episode as well that I can't remember. That I maybe I found that afterwards. I'm generally. So curious. Sailor Moon? It can't be Sailor Moon. Oh, Sailor Moon's one. I watched I watch all of Sailor Moon. Um Hard Captain Sakura. I watched that. I haven't watched it in a while. I swear if you have not watched that one, I'll kill you. I mean I'm talking about shit. That one's the best one. Or fucking I'm staring at them right now. My Ray Earth girls. Okay, yes, I've watched all Ray Earth. So Ray Earth is another good example of a show I felt a little guilty about watching. It, uh, so anything I like clamp I'm not going to say anything clamp I like X but that was pretty good um, you better have like Chobits or not I like Chobits I don't like Chobits fuck you Dan 
I liked it, but I think it was shit at the end of the day. It is shit, but you know what? It's so good. I liked the concept at first, and then they just totally, they just took it and threw it out the window. I love Chobits. I think Chobits is one of those anime that um, you could watch subbed. You could watch dubbed. You could watch with your friends. You could watch with your fam. Um, she, She turns on through a button in her vagina. But you know what? Don't we all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overhyped. Damn it. Yeah, I, I watched it in college. I don't even remember anything about it beyond the feeling That's... like I wasted my time. And I, didn't like it. I have a literal tattoo of cheese. That's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I saw you got the chobits over here, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before. Yes. Yes. What was the other one that came out right around the same time? Um, I mean, Dearest is really like... What was it, Nurse one? Um... Someone has listed Kill a Kill as a magical girl anime, and I'd strongly object to that. It has elements of transform or informing characters. I think you can. Is that really what you need to do to be a magical girl? I mean. You transform to a character to fight evil. Yeah. I mean, it has a lot of those classic elements. The tone's a lot different. Yeah, I think of this as, you know, this is the, yeah, the pure burning manly spirit of this young woman you know, fighting against destiny to, to, you know, assert her, her, uh, her agency, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a fucking, it's one of my favorite shows ever. I just never, I never looked at these people and felt like these girls are so magical. I felt like I, I too acknowledge your burning fighting spirit. That never I have, goes out. I have been like, damn, I wish I could wear that suit the way they wear their suit. Yeah, that's fair. Fuck. My heart time. Heromatic was the show. Oh, my hmm. yeah. But anyway, um, kill a kill, yeah. Uh, what was the point? <laughs> if, if all these magical girl shows were live action, would it be more, less, or equally appropriate for adult men to watch them? I'm, I'm going to say that they, they are, are equal. equal. I will agree. I mean, I how many grown men, men watch... watch um, Dora, or, you know, Dora, Dora, or... You mean Dora the Explorer? <laughs> Dora the Explorer? Dora, Dora the Explorer. I'm not sure if Dora the Explorer is the best thing I If you're a grown man watching Dora the Explorer, then I, I would be... I think that is embarrassing. Oh, my God. Dora, Dora. That was amazing. That was amazing. You better keep that in. You know what I meant? I did. You did. Oh. So Jeff. Yeah. Jeff likes magical. Secretly likes magical girl shows. I don't mind them. What about idol shows? That's That's one one genre I cannot. But watch. But or could be tempted to watch. Yes, but I wouldn't call it an idol show. It has an idol in it. Doesn't make it an idol show, though. First first and foremost, it's a robot (laughs) show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. First and foremost, it's a giant robot show. I agree. Yeah. Let's let. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, this this conversation is making me feel like I should watch an idol show of some sort because I don't think I've ever actually seen one. Maybe that's another episode. We'll uh, 
There's one that's supposed to be really good. It's um, Love Live. I think it is. I mean, Love Live is the. Yeah, I yeah, think that's Love the one. Live is yeah, the big okay. One. Yeah, that's the one everyone's like. Okay. Um, what about Idol Master? That's what makes you know prevents oh, Berserk shit. from getting yeah. getting done. Idol Master. Idol Master. Um, Idol show in my brain socket. Does Kaon count as an Idol show? Uh, no, it's a band anime. That's cool. Oh, yeah, maybe I should watch that. Band anime. Oh, like band, yeah, band, like, like, if you need a band anime, I have twenty. Twenty different watch. band animes. That's an exaggeration. Oh, I have word. like at least seven that you can watch. Oh shit! That I've watched that I think that I need you to watch because yeah, then, I think I need to watch them too. Because then I could talk to you about the only the only, only one I've really saw. So Beck Mongolian Chomp Squad is the one that yes. I'm so attached to, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm going to assume that's probably the most obvious one. Yeah, I mean, well, there's like Kaon, there's Bang Dream. Uh, yeah, I was talking about Bang Dream with a friend of mine. Have you guys yeah, watched Full Moon Osagashite? Um, no, no, but, but another, another um, Q-Q Q-Q adventure. Another guilty pleasure anime of mine is um, Sukiyomi New Moon Phase, which like has been lost through time. Yes, yeah, so, like nobody, nobody talks about that. But that was like one of my first cosplays that I made completely entirely um, from scratch. Um, and I'm actually like I have an appointment uh, in a couple months to get a Hasuki tattoo. Oh yeah, and I have That's a Hasuki awesome. figure right over there on the shelf if you want. That has been lost in time, hasn't um, it? But I love that anime. I love Hazuki. Um, that's a good anime. About a vampire girl who's trying to make um, make the main character her slave, and she may or may not succeed. I don't know. You're gonna have to find out and tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have right, a lot well. of guilty pleasures. I'm just gonna rattle them off. You guys trying to wrap up or something? Because I'm just going to rattle them off. Rattle them off. All right. Um, uh, getting, um, I guess a little bit nostalgic. Um, the Bludgeoning Angel Dokodo-chan. Love that anime. Mm. So good. I love all the blood. Well, um, there's a lot of blood. Uh, yeah, and you know what? There are lots of other people that love that anime because uh, the last Dokodo-chan we went to, um, there was a cosplayer who I literally ran from one end of the hallway to the other to get a picture of because I love the yeah. so much. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Ready for another one? Do you guys have any more? No. No? I, uh, Just that uh, material? Yeah, it's unfortunate that I don't spend more time watching oh, yeah, anime like this. Because <laughs> you guys love I've, you only watch I've spent anime. all my time watching Legend of the Galactic Heroes yeah. and all of one <laughs> you know, like, I'll, I'll, I'll listen, listen to the Legend of the Galactic Heroes OPs as I was driving over here from my parents' house that's how I, I think about that show every day you know I'm like I still think about it and I haven't finished Admiral, it Admiral Yang give me strength I've, you know. I've made it about halfway through and I still think about that show so I, it's calling me. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it when I move back. I think that'll be the first first order of business when I move back to you know begin my my um, I don't know my new life as a changed man back hey. in Baltimore. Yeah, born again Baltimore. Yeah, born again Baltimore and watch Legend of the Galactic Heroes again. 
maybe maybe Eureka Seven. I'm willing. I'm willing to believe that Eureka Seven is actually a bad show, I'm but willing, I do really love it. I'm willing to when you move back rewatch that with you. Oh hell yeah! I bought I bought the special edition DVDs as they came out. I got the whole damn got the whole damn thing. I got the whole damn shit. Whole damn shit. I like yeah. Eureka Seven was a big formative show for me because it was watching Eureka Seven on Adult Swim in college that got me kind of uh, more hooked on anime than I ever had been before. And how come you didn't come with me when at Otakon they had the new movie premiere? Yeah, I don't want them to make more. The ending is per the ending of Eureka Seven is perfect, and all the reviews for everything like Astral Ocean and all the new movies like have just gotten such bad press and bad critical review across the board. I'm not. I'm just not willing to give it a chance, to be honest, because I don't want to be disappointed. Because the original is like arguably not that great to begin with. So if it's even worse, then you know how how much is it really going to do for me? I mean, you you, you couldn't even watch it because the subtitles were covered up by everybody's head, but. Yeah. It's the Otacon experience. Yeah, you know. Um. No, not off the top of my head. I I had I struggled to make a list. Damn, I really did. I have a fucking whole ass list. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm I'm looking on my Crunchyroll for a, for another show that is arguably not that good, but I I did kind of enjoy it. So I'm probably going to um, make everyone who is a fan of the Fate series cringe with this. Ooh, I, I want to get into Fate. Um, because I haven't actually dived into Fate, but I have dove headfirst into Fate Khaled Liner Prisma Ilia, which is like a spinoff um, of some of the main characters as middle school girls who... Um, Do sexy stuff to each other. Oh. All right. Is it just panty shots or is it all um, bleeding to so sex? So there's this character, Chloe, who does most of the looting. She, um, she's very forward with her feelings and her emotions. Mm. And uh, Ilya is the... Um, Ilya is the receiver of all of these feelings. And uh, yeah. I am, I I haven't dove, dove into fate, but I really enjoy me some fake calendar. Yeah, I, I want to get into fate, and I, I remember. I mean, fate has has always been lur- a franchise that lurks in the background of anime to me. But I I remember I, when I flew out to go see So Thread on their West Coast tour, and I'm, I went to their show in in San Francisco, and I kind of overheard these people next to me talking about anime. So because I was I'm you know an idiot. I, butted into their conversation like oh you guys are a punk show talking about anime let's talk about anime man hell yeah <laughs> and this this young woman um was a works as a school teacher and is way into cosplaying and she was really championing the fate franchise too it's like oh you got to get into fate that's just the best shit you know like it's so cool you got to start with this one and yada 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 oh yeah okay you you know I'll get into fate. Sure. I'll fucking watch this stuff. And yeah, a couple of years later, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my mind. It is uh, a priority to watch all these fate shows. Yeah. Same. Maybe we should, uh, we should start uh, a weekly watch of fate. 
That'd be cool. I would do that. I would do that. Only if other people were watching it, though, so I could talk about it. Because if nobody, if I'm watching it by myself, like, yeah, yeah, feel that. I'd do that. Do that after cross game. Is Kill a Kill a uh, guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. I mean, it's only I literally guilty just watched it with my dad, so I would say no. I would, yeah. uh, if you Google guilty pleasure animes, it's on at least one of the lists. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was, just, I was like looking at. Have, like, <laughs> they feel too much shame. You know? <laughs> I have no shame. Yeah. But what you want to know, I watch. I'll tell you oh, anything. Yeah. yeah, shame is a big part of it. Like the uh, shame monster in Big Mouth. Yeah. Why do we? Why do we feel shame about these things? Because we we shouldn't. You know, everybody's into those kind of stuff. Yeah. What you want to know about me? <laughs> but we have yeah, to admit that there's some sort of sexual um, deviance in Japanese culture that, like, that it's probably not talked about or not open. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's sort of like, like we have these desires. Well, I feel like because no nobody's acting on them. Yeah, yeah, nobody's outwardly sexual, and yeah. usually in their appearance or how they mm-hmm. like or how they present themselves. Um, whereas, like in our culture. We definitely do that. Yeah, Jeff looks fucking hunky right now. Oh, shit. His arm is up behind his head and everything. (laughs) Boy, better watch out. (laughs) Watch the Instagram. But yeah, yeah, so I feel like we're we're just way more open with our sexuality over on this side of the world. Whereas, like, you're not in Japan. Mm -hmm. So it gives rise to all of these anime that, you know, have sexual undertones and yeah. yeah, I mean, you have yeah, to agree that that, that Japanese yeah. are sexually oppressed. I mean, they got or a lot of repressed. Yeah. yeah, they got a lot of fetish happening yeah. over there. Tons of fetish, like and their, their and their marriage and uh, birth rates are really declining. Yeah, uh, so much so decade. that they usually use anime as a as like a ads for birthing things. <laughs> you know, wear your Sailor Moon condom. Because it looks yeah. cute. <laughs> I remember years ago, I read a theory about how the Japanese people will be extinct within the next couple hundred years because the birth rate just continues to plummet, and they think that's not going to reverse. Yeah, but they get some edgy anime coming out of there. Too. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I know you'd be thinking about that when you're laying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of edgy. Um, but next, next episode, episode, we got to discuss the um, animation... Um, uh, economy uh, and um, just uh, the anime industry as a whole, and what animators get paid. Yeah, um, we found a few articles. I found a rec- actually one from a couple of years ago ago, and it it fits perfectly with the Netflix one we watched. <laughs> for calling your wife a bloated warthog <laughs> and I bet you a good day shoot him sir what shoot him now sir now sir in the back of the head now sir hot skin hot skin sir yeah hot skin sir
<laughs> but we're gonna do that in the coming episode. We're gonna do it. We're gonna okay? do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it sometime. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good topic worth talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, were there some closing thoughts as we before we eat some Indian food? Yeah, mm. closing thought. Shouldn't feel shame. There's no, you know, everybody's into their own weird stuff. There's no shame. In Consume being, all the edge you what want. You're into. Yeah. There's no shame in it. What you do in your private time is, you know, is for you and you uh, alone. You want to watch Door, Door, the Explorer? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a 30-something-year-old adult that wants to watch Door, the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> go have with your bad self. Yeah, if you want to watch Teletubbies, yeah. Just that's fine. Just don't watch Hentai right after. That's yeah. wrong. That's yeah. so wrong. You're going to watch Legend of the Overfiend. Ten times in a row. Yeah. And just go ahead. Just do it. Because yeah. you know what? Nobody's watching. <laughs> Except for the people from America's Most Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> You're tracking your yeah. dude. Well, they got all of our... in your closet. It's the one place the police haven't looked, huh? <laughs> well, they have all of our names because we all watch Bible Black together at yeah. Oticon, so... Uh, or Bondage Mansion. That's the one. Right. <laughs> Bondage Mansion. <laughs> I'll be damned. Well, thanks for listening to our bonus podcast episode. Where we're all together. At last. At last, yes. (laughs) It's supposed to be like the dream sequence, you know? You want to do two clubs? Or do a... I mean, I can do the clubs. Do we have any new Discord members? Sean. I already said Sean in the last Sean, episode. Sean, Chris. Oh, word. Sean and Chris. Hell yeah. Oh, you know what? My um friend from work. I will. From my old my old work. So this this is really starting to butt heads with the idea of like what we feel shame with and. You know, as we like, oh, hey, Sean, who I used to live with in college and has been my friend for so long. Let's, you know, sit down and talk about Bible Black. You know, <laughs> In case you didn't know, I liked Bible Black. Yeah. And we talking about it. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. <laughs> um, uh, you're not going to edit this. Okay, cool. Um, so... Let's let's get into some new Discord members. Uh, thanks to our new Discord member, Abakashi, for joining. Uh, hopefully I did not butcher that. We debated for quite some time about that one. <laughs> um, thanks for joining. Glad to have you here. Um, if you want to check out any more of our episodes or listen to us wherever you're listening, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or... Um, Anchor? Anchor. Yeah, Anchor. We, uh, we use Anchor as our main distro, if you so, will. So they put it, they put us out on everything. No. Also, check out our Instagram at the Otaku Host Club and join our Discord so you can talk to us whenever you want. And our website is www.otakuhostclub.com. You can find all our episodes there, plus the episode we did with Otaka Melancholy. Ooh, love those boys. Yeah, so I, I bought a giant box of all the uh, on-sale DVDs from Right Stuff 
using the the gift card that Matt graciously got me for my birthday. It was very kind of him. Aww. But I will post everything I got on the Discord. Yes, like a, a good member of this podcast. Wonderful. I also bought um, a lot of eighteen plus manga that I will have my eye on with the gift card oh, that Matt yeah. got me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, I used your money for degeneracy. I bought a one-piece clock. Oh. I'm not going to tell you which ones I bought, because that would, <laughs> that would just reveal too much. <laughs> yeah, you know, as we think about shame and whatnot, I also, like, when I when I do the video conferencing for work, I, like, have meetings at work on, on video, I always set my computer up on, like, physically on my turntable so the camera is shooting onto all my anime toys and my record collection and shit. So, yeah, I'm, like, talking to all these, yeah, like, talking to my boss and, and all these big, you know, wins in my virtual <laughs> awards ceremony when I got an award at work. And, you know, it's the, uh, the, the head of the BLS is, like, talking about me. And in the background, here's the, you know, Ryoko from Kill a Kill all dressed up, you know. And, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good conversation starter, right? Like, yeah, my coworkers are like, "Oh, you're into records? That's cool." Fuck yeah, I'm into records, man. Got a lot of them. So, Dad, coming down the pike, we have uh, Soccer Diaries review. Yes, because I love that anime, and I wanted everyone to watch it, and then I want to discuss it. Yeah, I've, I've never, never seen it before. I've never even heard of it prior to. Hell it yeah! Up, so Hell yeah! And then we have edgy um, shit. Toshikan anniversary yeah. for him. Yes. For his passing. And anime trivia is coming as soon eventually. Anime music trivia. Anime music trivia. That's very specific. So that's some a lot of stuff you can look forward to. Yeah, you can ask me all about the lyrics to the Legend of the Galactic. <laughs> I will remember them. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks again. We're signing out. New York Musume wa koi mo najikase mo limokon desu. Limokan love.